Hi guys, it's Mr. I'm Just Being Honest, host of the Truth Serum Podcast, podcast for the people. You can find me on Spotify, Anchor, and Buzzsprout. More networks coming soon. Happy listening. They call me the dick whisperer because of the way I make them rise. Ten hut like soldiers, ready to fight. Mystique gonna take good care of you. Make you feel like a big kid now. So come grovel at my feet and give your mistress a bow. Yo, I'm no chiropractor, but I'm about to crack your back. Everything you never knew you need is going down tonight. I hope you got your say we're ready now. Let's take a flight. Have you elevated higher than the sky? And floating on cloud nine in ecstasy. You be falling in love, making love to me. Now, girl, what's my name? This is Mr. Everlasting. And this is the safe word. Safe word. We are back. Thank you to everybody who was on our live and contributed to the episode before this. Y'all were amazing. We had a great time. Make sure to check out our lives. We'll be going live most Mondays at around 8.30. Just check our page for the announcement, the date and time. And join in and come kick it with us and kiki with us. We're still on our subject, which is navigating the negative. We're talking about the negative aspects, the downsides, the hard conversations you got to have when it comes to being in this lifestyle. So where we at, Mr. Everlasting? So next up, and this is kind of funny just to be kicking this uh, portion off. Have you yourself ever been cringy? Mm. Like, how did you unlearn and relearn not to be cringy in this lifestyle. You first. Well, I gotta go first. Man first. No, ladies first. <laughs> and no matter how dominant you want to be, you are a lady first. So ladies first. I got a big dick. It's in my draw though. But anyway. <laughs> I said it's in my drawer. Yeah. But somebody's Four. gonna let me peg them with it. I just know it is. It's like 10 inches. But anywho. Not you. I'll find someone. The same dude that wanted to eat fruit out your ass. But I digress. Ass fruit. Fat assery. Fat I'm not gonna start that this episode. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I think the, I think when I was still learning, I may have been a little cringy, a little bit. I, I probably did some stupid shit. I think I may have. I think when I was like younger in this lifestyle, I may have called somebody daddy in their inbox before when I was young. Not since I've been with you, nigga. Don't be looking at me like that. I don't think that's cringy. I didn't know. It is cringy. It's cringy to me now that I know, or maybe I'd be like trying to bully people. Like I'm your dominant type thing. And that's cringy. Yeah. And (laughs) that was before I knew better. And now I feel cringy. You know how, when you think about some embarrassing shit that you didn't know was embarrassing at the time and your body, your body just do that whole, well, cringe. Ain't nothing more embarrassing than watching Facebook statuses from 12 years ago. Pop up on your timeline. And, I feel that way about a lot of kink takes. Like a lot of stuff that when I first got into this lifestyle, I was really like, oh, it's got to be like this. 
and it's gotta be like this and it's gotta be like this and then you really get into this shit and then you realize this shit ain't like this at all like i have a question yeah go ahead do you stand in your past or do you delete that shit mm, no i stand in it okay i stand in it because here's the thing it depends on what it is no 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 no. i stand in it and i stand in it wholeheartedly because you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been simple as that you do not know where you're going unless you know where you have been and you have had to tread through shit to get to that promised land to know what not to do and and what to do properly you know what i'm saying so i um yeah i do i stand in it because and and truthfully it has allowed me to refocus on how to be a dominant better Mm -hmm. it allows you to Learn, you know, I guess, like you say, you know that you know how to help others and educate right. others about things. Because I was talking to some people and I was thinking about like, because they were talking about like different people to do presentation in class. And I'm like, I don't like the thing that I'm educated because you know I'm really educated in consent and red flags and i i don't want to say those are the boring topics but it's like you know i want to be like okay i'm really well versed in like impact or wax and it's like why i gotta be well educated in like i mean even though consent is important it just i feel like that's like not the fun class that people take like the negotiations and the you know those fundamentalist educators class that are not interactive and fun and it's like sometimes i'll hate that i have so much knowledge of that and it's like that's the class. That, that's the class that people take when the other classes are full. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it is though. Like I told you, because that's how we got into a class about negotiation and consent when we was at the con in March. Because we went to the wrong classroom, and when we realized we was in the wrong classroom, the guy who was a sweetheart, and we ended up enjoying the class. He was like, "Hey, was it something I said?" And we're like, Ugh. Cause we were trying to slide back out the door and we stuck out with a, a with like a sore thumb. Cause you know, we was the only beans in the rice. So <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that. So we already stuck out it. we was like, we'll stay. We'll stay. <laughs> Nervous laughter. So not to, not to negate that second part of the question. How did you unlearn and relearn your cringy behavior? By being more educated, by talking to people who are in the lifestyle, by taking classes, reading books, listening to blogs, listening to podcasts, immersing myself, seeing the mannerisms of people who've been. Because, you know, the kink lifestyle is old as sin. So talking to the old heads, the people who've been in this lifestyle longer than I've been alive and everything, just learning and just putting myself out there and learning that there's more to it. Because in the beginning... I was just, I was green. That's how I got hooked to a bad dumb. And, you know, if you go back to one of our October episodes of 2020, I did talk about my experience with a bad dumb, but that's how I ended up with a bad dumb because I was so green. And I was like, ooh, I'm, you know, young, dumb, full of cum type deal. Like, ooh, I want somebody to spank me. So just learn it. I think life was the best teacher for me because going through that bad abusive situation and then coming out and then learning like none of that was right and learning that there is a way and a method definitely helped me definitely did okay what about you um 
I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it's it's a lot of the same. Um, also, I'll put like I'm gonna come back to this because there's something further down the line that I know we wanted to discuss, mm-hmm. and my answer has to deal with that. Okay, so we'll come back to that. So, what do you feel like is the best way to turn down a play proposal? Do you want to know the educated true answer or what I actually do? I want to know both. I have a feeling what you actually do is much funnier than the educated answer. I just leave them until they disappear into the void and I just stop messaging them and they disappear into the void. So you just ghost them? No, I don't ghost them. I let them disappear into the void. You ghost them? Uh, Nervous laughter. Oh, Snapchat ass. Anyway. I think... (laughs) intentionally ghost people yes, you do. but i yes, get bored do. easily I, I think because i think i have trouble because i like what i like and i'm a creature of habit so when you got something like that at home it's like i be looking for people to play with and stuff but it's like i'll be like i'll be talking to somebody and then i'll be interested and i'll be like oh there's something shiny and i get bored and then i forget to message them back or i suck I am working on my communication skills, but what you should do is be like, okay, what the fuck are you nodding your head at for? Do you got something to say? Uh Uh-uh, no. You over there making gestures. What you got to say? Not my picnic, not my meal. (sighs) Nigga, it's not my sandwich, not my picnic. If you're going to use my euphemisms or my word or my phrases, use it right. It is not my sandwich, not my picnic. Okay, so for our listeners, um, ghosting someone is not the right way to turn down a play (laughs) proposal. Now, do you want to give them the proper answer? The proper way is to tell the person that, okay, while I understand that this is something that you are seeking, I don't think that I am well-versed or educated enough to deliver this, that which you seek. And if you wanted to go through and talk to some, talk about some things that I am well-versed in or I am willing to do, we can do negotiations on that. But if not, I think it would be better if you would seek different arrangements in order to f- fulfill the need that you have. Just have a conversation. Be nice. You know how when you apply for a job and do an interview and them niggas just never get back to you and after about three months you're like well i guess i didn't get that job type of deal uh, and i'm going like, to a job interview it doesn't follow up huh? trash it's tragic i feel like if they want me they'll call me they should they should follow up that's my point yeah i've had job interviews where i did interviews and i'm still waiting on them niggas like if you want me then don't talk to me or free yourself or whatever whatever fantasia said but anywho <laughs> you know how i turned down paper poll I'm married. All right, so um, <laughs> have you ever been turned down? And if so, how did you feel? I've been turned down one time. And I felt some type of way about it. Mm. Because I got a cock block at home. But uh, that was the only reason why he turned me down. Ooh. Like you ain't blocked some cocks yourself. but 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 no but i redeemed myself didn't i speaking of which this has been a go speaking of which i just gotta throw this out there this ain't got shit to do with the price of fucking tea in china i didn't want to say that i was finna say mango 40 (laughs) dollars 
But how about or a twenty you, you piece? Know, you know me and hot his, honey, <laughs> all flats. You know, and a four pack of Broken Skull IPA from El Segundo Brewing Company. Y'all not paying me, but uh, I finally found that shit. I can't wait to get one. It's delicious. Get what? It's a beer I've been trying to buy for three and a half years. Mm, I don't like beer. I love it. It tastes like. It tastes like beer. Beer is delicious. It tastes like wet bread. What the fuck? I know beer is wet bread. I know it is. <laughs> All right. Tell you story. But how about Mr. McTid has learned that his wife is the best wingman he ever had? Not just a good wingman. A, a damn good wingman. Because it was this girl he was looking at who I knew. And he was like, ooh, I'm into her. And I was like, and then she went, she slid in his inbox. And he was like, guess who I'm talking to? And I was like, oh, her? Nigga, that was me. <laughs> and he thought that he got it on pure him. So you made the man feel like shit. <laughs> How did I make him feel like shit? You couldn't just let him have that victory. <laughs> you had to You had to step on his nuts by going, oh, I did that for you, my nigga. No, no, I feel like it's a good thing that I'm his wingmate. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I done did it wait, before. Wait. Okay, okay, okay. So here's the real question Did you only do it because you knew her? Because if you knew her, you couldn't have been intimidated by her to. Ain't now, bitch, gonna intimidate place. me. Mm. I know where mm. I am. Know where I stand. Mm. You ain't always said that though. I had to unlearn and relearn. Mm. Okay. I can't grow and mature. Yeah, you can grow and mature. There's been a whole lot of growing. It's been what? When y'all went to that convention? Uh, March. Yeah, March. Five months. All right, cool. I mean, I've actually been growing and maturing and learning, and you got to unlearn toxic behavior, especially when you didn't grow. Because I didn't grow up. Of course, I didn't grow up with nobody in this type of lifestyle. So you have to learn. I don't think any of us did. So you have to grow, you know, or if you grew up around people if you didn't have a lot of healthy examples of what a healthy relationship is, healthy communication, things like that, some stuff you just have to play by ear and learn that just because you've seen other people doing this does not mean that that's what you need to have for your relationships. Right. And once you teach, cause we had to teach each other how to love when we were two, I don't want to say broken people, but we were two people with not so good examples who didn't know how to love. We knew how to fall in love, but we didn't know how to love. So we had to learn how mm. to love, have those difficult conversations and be able to come on one accord of, we had to learn how to love each other, not learn how to love how other people had showed us how. And once we were able to do that, we were able to go into uh, other relationships with other people have other partners and not feel like our spot is in jeopardy. That's deep. And a lot of people, they just want to jump head first into a polyamorous relationship and they don't want to do the legwork. And so, because a lot of people are like, oh my God, y'all so, y'all so cute together. I wish I had a relationship. Like, y'all don't want no relationship like us. I'm like, cause well, y'all know I used to be mean as a snake. I'm not mean to you though. All the time. <laughs> he said all the time. Sure. You know I love you, daddy. I, but yeah, I'm not intimidated. I just, I know that he's kind of shy. 
And I feel like with that, it's like, I feel like a woman, if a woman's like, oh, okay, damn, his wife is saying holler at him. Like, okay, he must be good people because ain't no woman going to tell another woman to go holler at a trash ass well, man. I so agree with you. I so agree with you, but I, I still got to say it's to an extent. I think it's just because y'all poly. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a damn good wife. My wife loves me to death. She don't judge me for nothing that I've ever been into, wanted to do, you know, whatever the case may be. But she definitely ain't spending that kind of energy on me. <laughs> She's definitely not about to expend. I, I, I was at that your wedding. I think I saw her pull a pistol out when, you know, in the, the, the She didn't have it, but her, her, her fr- bridesmaid I, had it. I know. That's what I'm saying. So but they were strapped. They was like, the Tiffany and Cole gun matched the bridal colors. I mean, like, hey, it was a pretty good. I'm just saying. Like, let a motherfucker had a been like, <clears throat> Hell, I was scared I was gonna sneeze at the wrong moment like shit. You <laughs> You know, I um I, I would be remiss if I didn't also comment on this question. You say, have you ever been turned down? Man, I get turned down a lot. I get turned down a lot because of the fact that I'm married. And then you know the first question, and see that's this is why I, I kind of said that. Because the first question that gets pivoted to me is like Oh, you be on that podcast. I'll be talking all that sex stuff. You be doing all that erotic poetry and making all these women do this. Like, your wife don't get mad at you. Why my wife gonna get mad at me? She know where she stand. She comfortable in her being. She is confident in who I am. And the thing is that you only have to worry about stuff like that when you lie about it. Yeah. If you are open and honest and you have your communication and you discuss your needs. Those are the things that mature people do. Those are the things that adults do. Mm-hmm. But even in that, you can be 100% honest with women. And let me tell you something. Women don't want honesty. Women do not want honesty. They do not want truth because they find a way to fuck it up every single time. I wanted to ask this one girl. We, was, we were having a conversation. We, um, I ain't talking about, we ain't even talking about playing. You know what I'm saying? We ain't even talking about anything. We having a conversation. And, and she was like, uh, she was like, uh, I just wanted to be somewhere in public, so couldn't nobody say that. He was, I was like, first of all, my wife knows that I'm here. Second of all, my wife knows that I'm here with you. Oh, so y'all must have like an open marriage or nothing. No, we don't. I think the issue- women don't like women will find a reason to fuck something up that ain't got to be fucked up. They will overthink them the same way men talk themselves out of pussy by talking too much. Mm-hmm. Women can ruin great things by overthinking and saying too much. I think that people are stuck in like the traditional values where they don't realize that because, too. Because when you think about it, because like I, I'm sorry. Keep- I'm not saying anything is wrong with your beliefs. No. Believe what you believe. But the world doesn't think like, like the world as a whole has evolved. Everybody doesn't think like that anymore. And then another thing with kink is not inherently sexual. It's so you can literally you can Ooh. have a play partner and scene with people, but you're it's not like you sticking you know, your dick anywhere. You know why people think that though? Why? Fucking fifty shades of gray. Fuck fifty that shades movie. of gray got everybody fucked up and that's why we always say that fuck that movie people absolutely relate bdsm and kink 
immediately to sex. That you can have a BDSM kink dynamic with someone and never fuck them. Never. I met a lot of doms and ladies that don't they don't they don't fuck there because I don't fuck my play partners. I, I like to keep well, other than Daddy J, but other than him, I don't fuck my play partners. Like if I'm gonna dom somebody, well unless you wanna get pegged, but my draw staying on. <laughs> so <laughs> you wanna get pegged, I'll put my ten inch scrap on you. But other than that, I'm going like I'm not, I don't do sexual stuff. Like I, that's why I said my limits. Like I don't do, I mean, I'll do like some, maybe some ruined orgasms or put like a cock cage on you or something, but it's not going to be nothing sexual. It's not going to be, I'm not going to ask you to perform any sexual task on me. I'm not going to do any sexual task on you. It's just, I like to keep that bounder, even though, you know, we are polyamorous when it comes to my dom persona, my dame persona. I don't want it to be seen as sexual. I, I don't want, it's not a sexual thing. My sub side is more sexual than my dom side is. So I like to keep that separate. So I don't have sex with play partners and that people I do scenes with like stuff like that. There's rarely anything sexual going on because, and people don't get that. People think that, you know, you got to fuck. They think, like you said, 50 shades of gray. The perfect example of white mediocrity is 50 shades of gray because you know that person wasn't even in the lifestyle. They literally just wrote that from what they thought the lifestyle was. And it sucked. It sucked ass. And I'm willing to stand on that hill and protest if someone joins me and help me hold the signs. But yeah, and that's the thing. People don't Yeah, so that's probably why it's harder for you as a married man versus, you know, me, because like Niggas I, don't care. Niggas don't care. They don't. Niggas don't care. <laughs> in that sense because you know easy. you know he didn't have a fat life and i made him I, well i made him a fat life because i was like oh maybe if i put him on my fat people be like oh so she has a dom i won't get in her inbox with the bullshit guess yeah, what they don't care it, it don't kill no. they look at that nigga i can take him <laughs> i'm just playing you don't even get on your fit though because you got like you got like 10 friend requests right now that you ain't accepted with some of my friends sent you requests. And I was like, I'll I'll get on there and accept them. So on the other side of the coin, have you ever had to turn someone down? Aforementioned fruit person. Oh, but yeah, the guy, he turned me down because I was poly. He he wanted somebody who was single. That was why he turned me down, not because he wasn't attracted to me, because look at me. But anywho, um, I've had to turn a couple people down. Now, even now, the fruit thing is extreme, but there are just certain people that I don't mesh with. And if you got funky ass energy, because you know I'm empathic, so I can feel people's energy. And if somebody energy at off or they're giving me bad vibes, I can't. So I've had to turn people down. I'd be like, yeah, you know, this isn't gonna work out. You cool? I hope you find what you learn. I hope you find what you're looking for. But right now, that's not me. I don't think I can provide you the catalyst or the space for what you need to explore. So I, I can have, even though, you know, I was taken aback by that other comment, I am able to have that mature conversation. Okay. What about you? You ever had to turn someone down? Uh, yeah. Um, when I was doing stuff really, really heavily, I used to get women all the time that thought that what I did was basically be a gigolo. Like, I know we was making jokes about it the last episode, 
but that's that's what they, they thought think. you were a whore for hire they, for real they think that they think that it's, you it's inherently sex they think that it's inherently sex mm. and then when you have to tell them that you know like that's not what we do you you think about this as a giant ass foreplay session i am the appetizer for you to go and do whatever you want to do with whoever you want to do well i think when you say you i think it's the word because you know you like you know you do sessions and people will say sessions and they think oh a session they're like what do i get like do i get my ass ate or something so i feel like (laughs) no so like i have a a question that just like you (laughs) you gotta pick i know i know what you into before you even get there Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like so it's more what you do is like just giving people like if somebody's curious about being in a scene, that's what you do. But I think mo- because most people aren't educated, they think they're hiring a gigolo and then they get there and like, there's no dick. I want my money back. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't even do I don't. I haven't had. A scene in a while. And. It's primarily for that reason. Like, people just. <laughs> it's bad when you take your time to lay something out for somebody and they don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't waste my time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and because 90% of the fees that I was doing at the time it primarily go towards the space and just equipment. So it ain't like I'm doing, it ain't like I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I did myself a favor. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm doing you a favor by like not doing what I would normally charge mm-hmm. because there was this agreement, you know what I mean? But, but then you start off on some other shit and it just defeats the purpose. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Have you ever consented to plan ahead to end a scene? Mm. Not since I've been back active. When I was going through, like, I mean, I've been like, uh, I don't like this. This is uncomfortable because I'm really good at expressing my needs and mm-hmm. stuff. And I had a professional dom, dom tell me that I was a beautifully communicative bottom and that made me feel so good. So I was like, ah, oh, that made me feel so good. But yeah, other than that, I'm I'm very good at communicating my needs, my cues, and everything now. So I I haven't had to end one here recently since I've been back active the last year. Or so okay, but I would if it's something like if something me and um me and Mr. McTitties DJ whomever is doing and I don't like it, I'd be like, I don't like this. Let's do something else. So let's change a position or. Untie me, you know stuff like that. I mm, back in the gap when I first got in this lifestyle. Um, so this is how I discovered vomit as a hard limit. <laughs> you know I have emiphobia, emiphobia, whatever. And I ended a scene because a girl was purposely trying to make herself vomit while huh? she was giving me head. And, like, I'm okay with, like, the gag, you know what I'm saying? But then, like, the pullback. But, no, she wouldn't allow me to pull back. And, like, she just, until she did, and I was just like, yep, that's it. I got up immediately. I was just like, I was like, that's it. 
I cut it off. This was, I, and I was, I mean, like, I was, I was really, really fresh to the lifestyle too. You know what I'm saying? And I was young, so I wasn't, I, I just, I hate it wasn't, it wasn't a thing for me. Then I found out, then I found out she was bulimic. Uh, so it was just it, it was it 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 soured me. It soured me on on what the f- for a long time, man. So that is sad. Psychological psychiatrists need a a grippy sock vacation. Yeah, you know, so I, I immediately I was just like, "Yep, that's it. I'm I'm out." Like that is disgust. Like, I feel like the, I feel like I don't know. I feel like they're. The, the, I don't know that, that that just made my skin crawl because I, I hate the roll. She up made mine too. Just thinking about it, you know Did what? Now that I think you? about it, that's actually yes, that is actually probably my worst kink experience. Now that I think about it, uh, what did she throw up it? She was giving me head. Oh, uh, and I was sitting down. Oh, uh, so it went in your butt cheeks. I like I when I tell you I immediately like just I walked to the shower and I locked the bathroom door and I was like please be gone when I come out. What did she say? Nothing. She got her shit. She got dressed and she got out. I probably should have let her clean herself up. That probably would have been smart. But I didn't want to see her no more. I was disgusted. I don't blame. I feel like oh god. This bitch got me. <laughs> this bitch got me. Actually, you know what? You know what? I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. I took a shower. I grabbed my shit and I left because she had to go. Oh, okay. But I didn't. I didn't want to see her no more. I literally went in to. I, did you block her? Not Did you talk to her after that? Nope. So, somebody else must have told you the information about her. Hmm? When you say you found out she was bullying, did somebody else tell you that? Yeah. Damn. I, I, I was the person that introduced me to her. I would have punched their asses. Like, why are you giving me these problems? I didn't ask for this. No, but in all fairness, she didn't know she was. I mean, she knew she was like she had some bulimia issues, but she didn't know she was on that type of time. Like in that. And so she was just trying to help me out because she knew I was trying to build clientele. She knew that she knew somebody that was always talking about freaky kinky shit. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it was more of a recommendation. Fuck no. (laughs) I want to send her a cleanup fee. So yeah. you got paid ahead of time. Hell yeah. Thank God. Hell yeah. I feel like she owe you more for the tra- I'm traumatized and I wasn't even there. And I was pissed off because she was fine. She was small, but she was fine. Anyway, have you ever had the end of dynamic? Other than the uh other than my first pseudo not real dynamic. No, I've had to like when I got married and a couple well i didn't really lose my hoes my hoes was disappointed and i like, <laughs> I don't want y'all no more but i can probably call any of my hoes and get them back if i wanted to that's so funny that you can say that as a woman because as a man even i used to make the joke be like i ain't got a hoes i really don't i really don't and it's even funny that you can say that as a woman as a married woman that you could call your hoes and get them back because guess who don't come back to married men the hoes <laughs> I got hoes. I got hoes in different Bro, my, my damn ring. I know I said somebody being tongue earlier. It might as be, well be Captain America Shield. It's going to block every goddamn thing. You hear me? I'm sorry. Everything. It's okay. It's okay. Do you but, need me to be your wingman? No. I will send you some subs. No. I. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> Just, no. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, though, um, I have had to end a dynamic before. Um, unwillingly ended a dynamic. Um, but people grow. And people move on. And people decide that um, they want more. Mm-hmm. And as a as a proper dominant, you have to know when it's time to let go. You have to know when it's time to release because if you try to keep somebody there against their will, you're violating consent policies. And not only are you violating consent policies, but essentially you are abusing your submissive at that point. Um, so, um, and it's so weird, man, just because I have stronger relationships with people that I had kink contact with than I do like my actual ex-girlfriends. And I didn't, I don't really have anybody that I broke up with on bad terms for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, my first actual girlfriend, like the first girl I ever loved, like, you know, we, we're still friends to this day. You know what I'm saying? And I got one girl that like, she just, she cut ties real quick, like real quick. So it was like, we broke up because of distance. And then it was immediately just kind of like, all right, two weeks later, bro, I went to go save a picture off of Facebook. <laughs> that mom was gone. She had deleted all that shit. Damn. So, and she just, she just cut ties quick. She was like the easy, because in her mind, the easiest way to get over somebody was to erase them from your life. That she kind of sucked. But anyway, um, See, I don't think I, I really, I rarely delete pictures of my exes. Cause well, I guess my baby daddy don't count. Cause any picture I have of him, my children in, but I, I don't really delete. I, I finally, when I got married, I deleted them, but it's like, okay, I just, it, it doesn't bother me. It's like, yeah, I don't like you, but it's like, you were there in my life. That was, I probably look cute in the picture, but I, I, I mean, I get that though. Like people who are more of just like, Friends with benefits or people that I play with, one of my play partners or whatever that I play with. I'm on bet you were I'm on better terms with them probably because the things were more laid out and there were no emotions involved, like love emotions involved. But I I, I can't really but say I that, don't I don't can't really mm. say that I loved any of my exes for real for real though like that. I also but see that I don't know man that's weird because I feel like you can like have like loving type relationships with like your kink partners you can you can't you can but i'm saying that's for me because one of my i get it though my old friend with benefits me and him still cool we'll kiki every now and then he told me four years later that he was low-key mad that and that um somebody took his woman from him and he was mad about it. I was like, you took four years to say that? You're too late now, bitch. Too late now, buddy. <laughs> you can't. And, oh, yeah, he can't get on the roster. He tried to get. He was like, you still poly? I'm like, yeah, I'm still poly. He was like, so can I join your poly family? And I was like, buddy, you on the no-no list. And whomsoever he puts on the no-no list is on the no-no list. Have you ever had to end things like during vetting? Yeah, all the time. I was vetting it before, you know. Um, when vetting when, is exhausting. It is because you spend so much time talking. To, it was as dominant um, before. Um, this was before Mister McTitties decided to enter the lifestyle, where um, I was vetting this dom and <sighs> this nigga. 
his red flags was pink. Like he would say some no 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 no. Let me explain. He would say some shit that wasn't necessarily a red flag, but it was kind of sus. So mm. you didn't really know how to handle it. And like he was trying because he was because I had told him I was going somewhere, and he was like, "You didn't get me to approve your outfit," and I'm like, "Nigga, huh?" But me and him had really good conversation. He was cool. He was an older dude. He was like older, like way older, like fifty something. But he was cool. But it's just, I started to feel uncomfortable, and I've learned now, especially that I'm older and I've been through that abusive and all that shit. Like, if someone makes me feel uncomfortable, or I just my little my little third eye be winking. I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. buddy. I ain't. So I stopped talking to him. And after that, I was like, yeah. After I had that bad experience with him, I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can slowly pull um, Mr. McTitties into my lifestyle, bring him over to the dark side. We got holes over here. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you used the hose to lure your husband? Yeah, I used the hose. Like, <laughs> that's what I said. It was like, yeah, he know he married a hoe, so I turned him into a hoe so I could hoe in peace. You know that? Oh, that's funny. Co-ho. Co-ho. Oh, my God. Co-ho's. Oh, you shit. You my co-ho from now on. I'm calling you my co-ho. Oh, I got to add that one to the dictionary. Bro, I have definitely um, I have definitely had to end things during venting. I got to remember to put you that one in the You know how you said earlier... Um, that you get bored easily. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I do too. I get so bored so fast. I actually told Nate, I was like, man, I'm surprised you're still with me because, like, I get now I'm boring. I feel like I'm the boring one now. And I'd be like, don't you ever get tired of, like, just like the routine? Don't you? And, you know, that's why I always try to do, like, little spontaneous stuff. And the mayor every people say, <laughs> I'm sorry. But, <laughs> I love that you know what that I was having married people say before I had. A marriage. I told somebody I have married because like me and him, we was on the Discord one day and I was like, Oh yeah, I'm about to go fuck. I'll be back. And I was back about twenty minutes late and they was like, You done? I'm like, Yes. (laughs) I have married people sex. Married people sex is we gonna get this done. We go, okay, you horny, I'm horny, we gonna fuck. Okay. So you actually really just proved my point. And I wanna thank you for proving my point. What? Because I said earlier. That this 20-piece hot honey, all flats, <laughs> and this six-pack of beer for $40 was only worth 10 minutes of my time. So if your husband don't give a 20, why the fuck would I give a hoe 15? <laughs> I mean, but that's all we need. 10 minutes. I mean, do we, sometimes we'll be like, ooh, let's, we, we'll have some nights where we go a couple hours, but... Most of the time, we have married people sex. Married. See, people. I don't want to do that no more either. What? I don't want to have like marathon sex, like four, five hours in a row. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't need that. I need like four thirty-minute sessions spread out over the course of like five hours. <laughs> like, give me that. I would be okay. Hmm. Okay. That's also how you can have sex nine times in a day. Mm, just saying just saying how do you think you can end things without being mean or rude just have a conversation talk to them tell them like this isn't working out 
just be honest and communicative because if someone is in this lifestyle, you know, we always talk about how big and how important communication is. So definitely, definitely just talk to them and tell them, you know, this isn't working out and we need to seek other arrangements, you know, just be honest. Don't lie. Don't string people along and do not waste anybody's time. Don't waste anybody's time. I don't really know how to end things without being mean or rude because I'm going to just tell you, please don't waste my time. And if you waste my time, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to tell you that up front. Like, you know what it is. You know what it's going to be. Don't think it's going to be anything else. Don't think you're going to be anything else. It is. This is what it is. This is what it's going to be. If that ain't going to work for you, cool. No hard feelings. We can still be friends, but I'm finna move on. That That's just how I would approach things. I'm sorry. I just don't. Um, I'll do it with tact. I won't be rude about it, Man, fuck but I will you, be bitch. extremely direct. I'm going to be extremely direct. You can't you can't leave wiggle room because I've learned, especially with niggas, trifling niggas, if you leave them, huh? If you leave, I agree. What? What? He said, bitches will wiggle. I agree. Well, bitches wiggle too. If you give people wiggle room, they going to try to scoot around. So you just have to be honest, concise, and open and say, this is not going to work out. This is how it is. This is how you have to take it. And just tell them like, yeah, if this, if you are seeking a full-time relationship, I'm not, I'm not looking to date my submissive. Like if I get a, whenever I do get a submissive, I got like seven people sitting on my form that I need to find the mental energy because i get bored talking to people like it's like so it's funny that you say that you said you wouldn't date your submissive so what you saying that how would you tell someone that you you like you like them for occasional play but you don't want anything long term i would just tell them like i love playing with you and i would love for us to do scenes get together every now and then go to the dungeon hang out but right now when it comes to me and you i don't think we're gonna mesh well for a long-term dynamic, I don't think that I can give you the care or attention or support that you need. But we can play. But right now, I would not. I would not want to waste your time or devotion on me when I can't give you what you need. But we can still play. But I know that right now, I can't do for you what you would like. That is perfect. That's really a perfect answer. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I don't think there is much left that you can really say. Um, in regards to that and, and I think ultimately you know if you're looking for somebody that wants occasional play just make sure that you know what I'm saying y'all are right for each other because any dynamic can, can thrive you know what I'm saying it can flourish um, you just have to make sure that y'all are on the same page because I promise you if y'all are on the same page gravy and on that note, this is Mr. This is Mr. Everlasting. And this has been the safe word. Safe word. Hey, this is KJ, and I have a question for you. When was the last time you got something nice for yourself? <laughs> That's what I thought. So why not visit www.theblurredsyndicate.com and get something that will help you express who you really are. They've got shirts, mugs, purses, mouse pads, and even aprons for the grillers of the family. So, if you're a fan of anime, pro wrestling, or hell, even the Golden Girls, the Blurred Syndicate has got you covered.
Also, if you use the code LLC20 at checkout, you'll get 20% off your order. So what are you waiting on? I got mine. Come get yours. And remember to join the BS.